and welcome to the Go Social Podcast with Josh Hightower. Go Social is a relaxed and unedited conversation with marketing expert Josh Hightower. Josh is an author and the owner of multiple businesses, including Go Social Experts. Josh can help you create a thriving business using the wisdom, strategies, and experience he's gained through the years. Prepare yourself to enjoy the next few minutes as we chat with online marketing expert and business growth strategist, Josh Hightower. Well, good morning, Josh Hightower. How are you doing today, sir? I'm great, Michael. Great to talk to you again. Hey, it is always good to be with you. And um, I, I'm, I'm excited because this is kind of a, a new phase for both of us in that you are you are taking the baton on Go Social Experts out of the hands of Brian Hunt. He's handing that baton over to you. And we had a great episode last week. So if, if somebody's just diving into this right now, go back and listen to, to last week's episode um, about that transition that's happening. But but we're going to talk a little bit more about your background and things today. But I know uh, it was interesting. Brian brought a, a special guest on that last episode. And I know you've got a special guest uh, who, who's joining us for this episode, right? Why don't you tell us who that is? I do. I do. I have the one and only Brian Hahn joining us back back again. Well, hi, it's Brian. It's great to be with both of you this time. <laughs> it is good to have you back, sir. I figured you'd be out on that pond uh, ice fishing or something. Golly. Uh, it's close. There are people all ice fishing, but you know, when you, when you just barely tap the ice and you get through it, that's a little not quite enough for me. And I want you to have to work really hard to get through that ice before I consider that. You and me both. I want to I have your RV sitting on the ice for a couple of days before I'm on that thing. So. <laughs> Anyway, we're not going to talk about ice fishing um, much today. What I what I want to talk about is I you know we're in, you guys are in a transition phase uh, phase right now with Go Social Experts. So Brian Brian started this a number of years ago. He's built it up. He's got systems in place. He's got people in place. He's got great clients. He serves them well. Uh, Josh, you and you and Brian have been in a mastermind group. That's where you met. You you started your own mastermind group with some other guys or joined another one. You've been doing that for like seven years. And and that's really kind of what the last episode was was about is meeting by chance. How did you and Brian meet, and and how did you become the 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 chosen one? Let's say of the Brian saying yes, I'm going to entrust those social experts and all that it is to Josh Hightower. That came a lot because of really both of you have this entrepreneurial background to you, right? And and Brian and I have, have talked on uh, on the podcast. And, and Brian, you can chime in here. You've got obviously your background with grocery, Dairy Queens, you may have a few other things, and then you started to go social expert. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we'll get there. So hold on. But Josh, l- let's talk about you a little bit. I know in the last episode, you mentioned that you have a, a gym and um, a, a, another business or two. So unpack for us a little bit about who is Josh Hightower as the entrepreneur. And, and then eventually we'll get to the, the family aspect, maybe in another episode, but let's talk about the entrepreneurial journey that you've been on. Yeah. So I knew as a kid, I didn't know what it was called at the time, but even as a kid, I uh, knew I wanted to be in business. My, my family was uh, a family of entrepreneurs and small business owners, but I was the kid that uh, had the lawn mowing business, uh, even as, you know, younger than 10, walking around the neighborhood, uh, you know, mowing people's yards, um, even at, at uh, Boy Scout camp, I got, uh, I, and I don't, you know, I remember doing this and I remember the story. My dad will tell it, but, uh, um, I would, uh, out of bamboo was whittling uh, whistles and then selling them at Boy Scout camps and, uh, making some good money off of it until they, they shut me down. Uh, you know, I just, 
<laughs> it goes against everything I believe in from a capital, you know, capitalist, but, uh, um, the, the, uh, the man that be got, shut me down, but, uh, like I thought, you know, cause they were, they were like, well, you know, you should really, um, you know, they would say you should, they should be making their own whistles. And, uh, now knowing what I know now, I should have had, of course, teaching other people how to make their own whistle. And that would have been a lot more scalable than me actually doing the whistles it. myself. But, uh, Absolutely. um, so had businesses, um, early on and, uh, just, you know, the, the typical young stuff, but, uh, um, knew I wanted to be in business myself. But when I graduated college, I, I went into corporate America and, um, I just happened to see, a gym that uh, was for sale in the newspaper. And I thought, you know, I like to work out. I used to play sports. I should own a gym. And uh, that was my reasoning for wanting to buy a gym. And uh, so that was in 2003. And uh, then uh, six months later, uh, I knew living in the Waco area that there wasn't a gym in a, in a suburb. Uh, so in 2004, I opened a gym. Uh, there was, I was the only gym in town for a lot of years. And uh, so I opened a gym in 2004 so at that time I had two gyms. Uh, I was still working in corporate America. And, uh, then 2008 comes along, uh, two other gyms come for sale. So I bought those two. The problem was one was near Dallas and one was in San Antonio. So they were five hours apart. Uh, so at that time I had four gyms and, uh, still working in corporate America. So that's where systems came into play. Uh, but in my corporate world, uh, that's what I did is was building systems and, um, you know, making you know, procedures and putting the right people in places and uh, that kind of thing. So that, that's what laid the foundation for really my background moving forward. And, and it just so happened gyms and fitness centers were my, my outlet. And I still love it. I still love, still have uh, one of the gyms. I exited three of them uh, when the market changed. So uh, and that's been now almost 10 years ago. That's amazing. So you've owned this one gym for almost 20 years. Did I do the math right? Almost 20 years, wow, yeah. That's amazing. And people still buy memberships and don't come. That's uh, that's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I always that's think right. about that. You know, we're, we're, we're recording this in late December, and I'm, I, I'm seeing all of the ads for the, the Nordic tracks and the rowing machines and all that. I'm like, well, that is, that is a, like a really expensive coat hanger. But that's okay. Uh-huh. Somebody wants to buy it. Because I've, I've had those in my life, right? <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, there's a federal law where our all home cardio equipment has to point up, and that's so it holds the hangers on top of it. So, um, but uh, yeah, we're we're prepar- uh, preparing for the New Year's resolutions. Here, here we are in the late December, and getting ready for the New Year's resolutions. And and Brian and I, I think talked about it last week that uh, uh, I've already had people that come in and sign up, and they're like, "Okay, great. When's your first workout?" And they're no, no, we're not going to start until January. So uh, it happens, and uh, one of my uh, blog post or emails that I sent out last week to my list was, you know, don't, don't wait till January to start. Yes. Uh, there's it's, it's start now. Start now. Amen on that. Well, that, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's good. So um, let's pause there. Cause I want to, I want to, I want to overlay this with Brian's entrepreneurial journey. So, so Josh started as a kid, boy scouts, lawn mowing, mm-hmm. things of that nature. And then has just built different things or found different opportunities. I mean, a gym and a newspaper and I bought it. Wow. Um, Brian, we know that, that you've got a background with, with like grocery stores. Talk to us a little bit about your entrepreneurial backgrounds. Cause it's fascinating to me how you two, there, there's a lot of similarities. There is there's, I started out, uh, I can't remember my first, uh, I, I, my dad had some businesses. I, I did some work in before that, but my first, uh, 
uh, one of my first businesses was I was actually selling candy bars at school. By the way, I got shut down too. My sister and I were worrying on buy, working on buying a pair of water skis. Mom and dad wouldn't buy them for us. We wanted a nice pair of water skis. So we, uh, we were selling candy bars. We were buying them from the grocery store um, and then going to school and selling them. So, uh, but we were starting to sell. I mean, sometimes we'd get in, in a week, we'd sell 500 candy bars. So, wow. So it took a lot to buy the skis we wanted. And by the way, candy bars were much cheaper back then. You know, the profit margin was not a dollar a bar. I mean, we might have been making a quarter a bar. Yeah. Yeah. I was but then the school that. system shut us down. They're like, you can't be doing that. I'm like, really? Sure I can. <laughs> they like to shut people down, unfortunately. Well, but- if we were a member of a club, you know, we could have been doing that to go to Spain, which I did later on. But you can't do it on your own, you know, without yeah. a sponsorship of somebody. Found that out, you know, the hard way, you know, the authorities that get in the way. That's right. But the the cool thing is neither of you let that stop you mm. on your journey, right? You you okay, well, I I diverted, I'll go do something else, I'm going to do something else. And I find that that typically is the heartbeat of an entrepreneur. Is it's mm-hmm. like, well, okay, that didn't work. Okay, we'll do this. And I think we have to do that because our rare is the day that you come up with an idea and it executes just like you think about it, right? Um so <laughs> Brian, right. I, so so starting selling candy bars to buy skis and all that and then you got into how did you get into the grocery? Was that a family business? That was a family business that we that my folks. It's well, actually my grandpa bought it at our first store in 1955, and then in 1974, grandma sold it, and then dad worked for other companies and he bought one again. Okay, um, in the late 70s, so I started. That's kind of the grocery store that I started um, working in until he retired, or he moved on to that one onto something else, and I took that one over for him. But um, so I worked in there. The other business I had along the way that I started was a video rental business. Uh, all the way back in 1983, I bought, uh, what was it? I think it was fifteen, sixteen thousand $16,000 worth of VHS tapes and some players. I think I got 10 players and I'm going to say 300 movies for that. Um, wow. I started renting them out at the grocery store. <laughs> One of the that, stores. Yeah. But that was cutting edge back then, man. That's oh, when was we had it? To go yes. to the store to, get, to rent something, right? Yes. We did that wow. until 2018. I think I closed my last store. I had 20 some stores at the peak of it. We had 20 plus stores, my wife and I did. And we did it till 2018, 2000. Yeah, 2018 was the last year our last store closed. So that's pretty good. That's so pretty that, good. that was along with the grocers and the Dairy Queen and yeah. real estate investing and go social. And you just have a couple things going on. No wonder you want to like transition and, and, and focus your time on some other things. It won't surprise me at all if I don't hear Brian starting something else and going somewhere uh, else. That could happen. There's there's talk about that. So Yeah, you know, but that's, I was talking to somebody the other day and, and, and Josh, you're a young man, you know, as well, but um, thinking about retirement and the guy was writing, he's like, what's retirement? It's when people like atrophy and die because you lose your purpose in life. He's like, we are entrepreneurs we're the we're capitalists we're the backbone of the community let's go and i thought you know that's really about right who invented retirement and i don't want i mean it's christmas break time you know i'm lounging around the house and after about two days i get antsy i need to do something because god made me to work right so i love i love that you guys are serial entrepreneurs right and you buy you hold you sell you transition you do and and that to me is one of the things I love about being around you is you keep me thinking and, and too many business owners don't have that. We talked last time about masterminds and coaching programs and things, but an, an entrepreneurial journey of one after the next, after the next, right? How many, 
when we sent our kids to college, Brian, back when you had kids, right? The, the vision, and uh, I mean, you still have kids, but they were in the house. Yes. When they were younger, yes. They're, when all, they were they're younger. all gone. It was like the, the, the trajectory was college. Get a college degree and go mm-hmm. do that for your life. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's okay. But now it's like, well, they might have five or six or seven jobs. Yep. And that's okay. It doesn't yep. matter. I look back on my life. Gosh, I, I used to change jobs every seven years. Drove my wife nuts. <laughs> But it was it was part of my journey. So so um, I just I guess I just share that with with entrepreneurs out there who are listening to go the future. We we don't know the future, but if you're confident in your abilities to create and to mm-hmm. serve clients, it doesn't matter what the future brings. You're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And um, Josh, Josh is you know your journey is really really interesting. All right, so you've got uh, you've got health clubs, gyms. What what mm-hmm. else do you have under your belt that you're? What other plates are you spinning, Josh? Yeah. So, uh, along with Brian, do real, real estate investing as well. And then, uh, um, also do the bigger part. And that's where it couples nicely with go social is, uh, I do consulting and coaching for uh, sales and marketing automation using a CRM. And, uh, so that that's a big piece of it. And that's a nice, so think about like, if you have the entry point of people coming in on social media and expressing interest that they want to do business, which is great. You know, now I have a lead, or where most small business owners start and stop is that's it. They try to call them once or twice, maybe three times, but they never do anything beyond that. So yeah. Um, the idea is to put them in an email marketing system or text marketing that follows up, um, not only to make sure that you're following up with them until we convert them into a client, but also keeping track of all those people that we don't lose track of them. So I've helped people, you know, going from uh, just a, a, a system of post-it notes of leads that they have on their desk to now putting it in one place where they know and can easily see who they're supposed to follow up with today. Uh, and, and if you're of a certain age, you'll, you'll know and you're in sales, a tickler file. Here's what I'm supposed to call today to follow up with. Um, so, but now we have the automation that helps with that. So that's, that's my expertise that now I bring to go social coupled with the lead generation side of it. So that's, uh, should be a nice handshake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brian and I have talked about this multiple times of, of, well, different parts of the funnel, you know, putting your message in front of people at different parts of the funnel, number one, the marketing side, but the automated follow-up systems that where they come in, how do I transition them to the next point? And, oh my goodness, the people who come to me and actually become a client, making sure that I'm loving them on a long-term basis and nurturing them and caring for them and giving them opportunities. Well, I was going to say you would not believe, but you guys both would believe how many business owners out there have zero when it comes to CRM automate CRM customer relationship management, right? So <laughs> those are systems like Infusionsoft, which is what I use, or or Active Campaign, or at some level Mailchimp, kind of. It's that kind of yeah. That's what everybody says. Mailchimp. I use Mailchimp. I'm like, good. What's your CRM system? So. Uh, oh, it's better buddy. than nothing. It's better than nothing. It's better than I'll give nothing. You that. Yeah, it's better than the post-it notes on your desk, right? Yep. That you come yep. in on Monday and realize the cleaning lady came in. <laughs> Where yeah. are they? Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's a nightmare. How do I know? <clears throat> Sorry. Years ago. That's my favorite question back to my kids as I'm teaching them something where I've made a mistake, but I'm teaching them. It's like, Josh, you can do it any way you want, but I do it this way. How do I know? And they're like, you did. Sure. I did it. I did it. So <laughs> if you ever hear me say that, that's what it means. I've, I've done that. One. Um, yep. Guilty so, as charged. Yep. 
so oh my, a CRM consulting company. So so this is going to be yeah, really cool. So so it's funny. I, I mentioned in the last meeting when, when during this handoff of those social experts from Brian to Josh, I thought, wow, yeah, this is going to be really good because you're going to be able to take it to the next level. Um, I guess I had no idea because Brian and I have talked about that, but but you being able to, I guess, really integrate that into go social expert with your clients when they have that need mm-hmm. versus Brian and, and what I do in my company is, is outsourcing that to a trusted source, let's say. That's really, really valuable. Wow. Okay. Yep. Real estate investing, consulting, gymnasiums, you can keep your clients healthy. That's good. Um, other other things you got going on? Yeah, that's about it. Four kids. That keeps me busy. Four kids. Well, we'll talk about family coming up. I'm a family is my heartbeat, yep. dude. Marriage and family. Um, and it, it's really interesting, uh, Josh, when I look at this, and, and you're a lot like Brian, which I think that that's why this transition is going to work so well, is that you've got a you've got a physical plant operation in your gymnasium. And now you have this, well, you've been doing the, the online consulting with, with a CRM system, which works for your gym, but you also have other clients that you consult with. And so you understand that whole process. Now you're putting in, you're, you're, you're adding to that Go Social Experts, which is that marketing lead gen aspect of it. It's like you have this trifecta, right? That is just, um, it, it, yeah, it's really cool. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a little excited. So, uh, yeah, that was one of the gaps, Michael, when, when I, when I had clients come in, they, they, they would, you know, need the lead generation maybe. Uh, but, but if you ask a business owner, what do you need help with? The number one thing they always say is I need more leads. And, uh, but when you follow that up with, well, how many leads did you get? Well, it was maybe 30, maybe could have been 70. It might've been five. I'm not sure. And that's really the, the answer. They don't know, so because they're, they're not tracking it. But now, now we have a mechanism to make sure and keep track of all of them and everybody's accounted for. And uh, so, yeah, yeah. And and oh, we can do a whole. Let's do a whole episode, Josh, coming up called "I Need More Leads." That's the title because I hear that every week from prospects, and I mm-hmm. I have one or two questions I ask them that. Every time, Josh, I get deer in the headlights, just like you do, right? Oh, well, I do. We're going to do an episode. I'm just going to write it down of, of I need more leads. And we're going to unpack why that is one of the number one myths in marketing. Yep. There you go. It's, it's coming up in, uh, in, a, in a few weeks. So stay around for that one. Okay. So um, Josh's journey. You started very young. You sold, um, was it whistles to Boy Scouts? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, supposed to Boy Scouts. You uh, did lawn mowing. You bought and sold multiple gyms. You're a real estate investor. You do a CRM consulting, and now you are owning um, Go Social Experts. And so you you yeah. you have this. This is amazing. Yeah. Um, how? Where else can you find somebody with that much roundedness besides Brian? Right. Um, it, it's really rare. I, I'm in a number of mastermind coaching groups, and most of the people I run with are single focused people kind of like me. I do one thing, right? I don't have all of the things you guys do. Um, Keep hanging okay. around with us, Michael, you will. <laughs> that's right. I'll, have, I'll be like, long, right? I'll be like yeah, an octopus, yeah. right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of like Michael's guys. four kids too. That's right. Yeah. We got a lot in common. Um, but so anyway, it, it, the fun thing is as entrepreneurs and business owners, your clients that go social experts, they're, they're entrepreneurs on a journey. 
This may be their first rodeo, maybe the first business they've ever had. It could be their 15th. Who knows? But what we do know is every business needs a, a lead generation system. Every business needs a CRM system. Every business needs insight from somebody outside of that business looking in. And, and Brian has done a phenomenal job over the years of, of being that person. And then through the mastermind that you guys have been in, you guys built a relationship and, and realized that, you know, you guys are a, a, very similar. And, and so that's why he felt the trust to hand, hand the, the, the baton of Go Social Experts into your hands. And now learning what you have done and what you do, um, I can, I can abso absolutely see why Brian looked at that and looked at you and said, this is going to be really good for our clients. And I know that I know Brian well enough to know that was probably foremost in his in his mind in that transition. He could have shopped this anywhere and sold it. That's not that's not who Brian is. And and so that's why I, I love what's happening here. And the transition is going to be really, really exciting. And 2022 is going to be a great year. And that's something I'd love to talk about, Josh, ne next, maybe in next episode is how do you see 2022 playing out? Kind of what would be your outlook for 2022 um, from all of your business expertise and things? What would you think um, is going to happen or how can businesses best prepare for that? That'd be a fun episode. Let's talk about that next time. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Hey, Michael, if I can add one thing to, to your point about, you know, Brian wanting um, interviewing me and make sure it was good hands. I appreciate that. But at the same time, I felt comfortable taking a look at Brian's business, knowing the kind of guy he is and the established relationship he had with not only his staff, but his customers. So it was just as equally as important for me. Um, you know, certainly the business makes a big, a, a huge impact of the decision, but who was running it and knowing it was in good hands initially and getting handed off to receive that baton was for me, super important knowing the kind of guy he is. Yeah. And, and wow, I've got goosebumps. Here, here's the reality for business owners. Don't only focus on profit, right? Because you can drive profits and not have a great culture. And, and if you transition your business there, it's going to fall apart. What mm -hmm. Brian has been able to do is drive profits and serve clients and build culture so that when you looked at it, Josh, you said, okay, this is good because I know who Brian is. I know the culture of the company. It's a healthy company. That's that adds value to the sales price, right? Because you, you're you're getting a great asset that you're going to be able to add. And that thank you for making that point because that's huge as business owners. Unfortunately, there aren't many books written on that aspect of culture. There are some out there, but by and large, is how do you do lead generation? How do you get more sales? How do you do this? And it's like, well, those are important, but building a great culture and that culture starts with the person at the top. So. Brian, once again, well done. Thanks for, thanks for being a, an, an honorable man of character and, and building the right kind of team um, that's just, I think, going to thrive because you, you found another man of character to hand Go Social Experts off to. So, uh, yes. <laughs> Y'all need, need to write a book about this. You know, that, I'm just saying. <laughs> that could happen. And I know a guy that can help publish it, so we're you in know, good shape. That's kind of what I'm thinking, so... Anyway, a lot of fun. Um, I appreciate you being there. Any any last parting words on, on your entrepreneurial journeys? Anything that I missed, Brian or, or Josh? 
Nothing on my point. You, you, you covered it pretty well. I just want to wish everyone well and continue going forward, both listening to this podcast because Josh and Michael both have uh, worlds of wisdom to share um, with it. So keep following there. And definitely, if you're looking for any uh, social media help, Go Social Experts is wonderful. And CRM, we've talked about that in many, many episodes, the importance of follow-up and make sure of that. If I, I, there's too many to list out of the hundred or so that we did that we've done already. So uh, uh, Josh is in great hands with both of those being able to help. And Josh also has my number. So if anything comes up that isn't uh, quite right, or he wants some more, some consulting kind of thing, he can just give me a call or send a text or an email. I'm there. That's great. Yeah, and that's we're still in the same mastermind, so it's not the last right. time he's going to hear about this. Well, that's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's asking, what should I do with Go Social? I'm like, oh, there's consulting starts there. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Well, and that, and that you know that that's really kind of cool because it's not okay, Brian, get out of the way, go, I'm done with you. No, it's 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 this ongoing relationship that you guys have that has really played into why this transition is taking place. So, very interesting, very cool journeys for uh, both of you. And I, I hope that resonates with the listeners because it did with me as well. So thanks, you guys, for being here. I hope you have a great rest of your week. And uh, we'll talk to you later. See you, everyone. Social media marketing should be part of your overall business growth plan. Josh Hightower can help you leverage the power of online marketing without wasting your time or money on hit or miss tactics. Learn more about how Josh and his team can help you by reaching out to them at GoSocialExperts.com. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so each new episode will be sent to you automatically when it's released. Thanks for listening to the Go Social Podcast with Josh Hightower.